We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Home and home. Antonio Brown back on the airwaves in Pittsburgh. Apologizing. Wants his way back in the NFL. Would you want him on your team? And the Kansas City Chiefs, a parade like none I can recall in Super Bowl history. The Kelsey brothers have dominated Super Bowl parades unlike any duo we've seen in recent years. It is a fantastic Thursday. Home and home, a radio.com sports original. We're brought to you by Zip Recruiter. Check them out at ziprecruiter.com slash enter. They are the smartest way to hire. Speaking of that Chiefs epic parade, we will compare the two Kelsey brothers. Jason, of course, celebrated the Eagles Super Bowl championship in epic fashion. Travis Kelsey yesterday, unlike anything other than his brother, we've seen, boy, Gronk and the Kelsey brothers and Kittle throw them all in to one WWE ring, and we got some good tag team action there. We got some great guests today. Frank Caliendo, the hysterical comedian, with his impressions from the Chiefs parade. Also, his impressions of Pat Summerall and John Madden doing Patrick Mahomes. How about... John Gruden trying to lure Tom Brady to to Vegas. How would he do that? How does he do these incredible sports impressions? We'll talk to Frank Caliendo and Nick Costos with some great betting action for you later in the program. We are action-packed today. I'm Dave Briggs. I'm home in Connecticut. Ross Tucker is home in Pennsylvania. Speaking of Pennsylvania, and we'll get to all the Kansas City Super Bowl parade stuff in just a moment. Ross, let's get right to Antonio Brown trying to stage his NFL comeback and starting it here, 93-7, the game in Pittsburgh on the Radio.com app. Listen in. This seems to be like kind of uh, a time to make an apology or something. You got the floor. What do you have to say to those guys? Yeah, you know, I really apologize to those guys for the distractions, you know, the... um the unwanted attention that probably caused those guys <clears throat> to their names and organization. So <clears throat> obviously you want to clear out any uh, any baggage or any disrespect or unintended attention that was brought on to the organization. You know, these guys gave me an opportunity when I was 21 years old and uh, forever grateful for those guys to have the opportunity to not only play with those guys, but to be in so many uh, amazing moments, and uh, we've been through so much. So I'm forever grateful and indebted to the Steelers organization, Mr. Rooney, Mike Tomlin, Kevin Colbert, Ben Raptorberger. You know, I started my career with those guys. Um, a lot of beautiful moments, you know, a lot of positive things. So it's not all bad. I just think from an emotional standpoint, when stuff got bad, it just seemed bad. But we had a lot of good, good moments and bad. That's Antonio Brown on 93-7, the game in Pittsburgh. Ross, your reaction to a a sane day in the world of A.B., as opposed to the generally insane days we've had over recent months? 
Well, and I think you probably phrased it the right way, Dave. Uh, you know, I feel like we've been on this roller coaster with him and his erratic behavior where it's like he does something strange, then he apologizes. Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe he apologizes, then he does something strange. Says he's sorry to craft and then calls people out. You know, he would have to get off the roller coaster, Dave, and only be doing things like this, apologizing, appearing to at least have some understanding of what he's done in a negative fashion over and over again before I think any team or the NFL, for that matter, should even consider bringing him back. You know, I, I don't know why today on 93.7 in Pittsburgh is the Pittsburgh Apology Day. But at this rate, I, are you sure that over the weekend he won't do something pretty crazy? Because I'm not. I'm in fact sure he will do something batshit crazy in the next 36 to 48 hours. Now, look, full caveat here. I all along in the recent weeks after he was released by the Patriots felt like they needed him back in the fold. I thought a lot of teams should take a shot on him late in the season. But there was some point, and I can't recall the exact day, that the crazy train left the station for me, and it ain't coming back. And I shouldn't laugh at the word crazy, because I do think Antonio Brown has serious, some sort of mental health issue. If not, it's a drug issue. Don't forget, folks. It was Super Bowl week that we last saw Antonio Brown, again, one of the greatest wide receivers in the history of this game over a six-year span. We saw him in a suicide prevention vest in front of a judge booked on assault and battery charges against a moving driver. It wasn't long before that that he streamed himself screaming expletives in front of his children in front of police, calling them the N-word, and then throwing what he described, and apologies to you with sensitive ears, throwing a bag of dicks at police. They were gummy penises. This guy has left the reservation. We asked you this morning at RDC, home and home, would you want Antonio Brown on your NFL team next season? And the poll results are overwhelming at this juncture. 88% of you said no, just 12% say yes. I'm actually shocked at those numbers because outside of the Kansas City Chiefs, I can't think of a team that couldn't at least use his talents. Certainly the New England Patriots could use his talents. Um, at least 15 teams are in desperate need of a playmaker like Antonio Brown. I am thrilled that 88% of you want no part of it. Ross, would you want him on any NFL roster next season? No, I wouldn't unless he passes any type of mental health testing, mental health screening. I, I, I got to be honest with you, Dave, on some level, I got to plead ignorance here. I don't know what the process is for someone that is clearly going through something. And he is, I mean, I, you know, it, it, it got sad for me real early. I thought he had mental health issues all the way going back a year ago when he was trying to get the Steelers to release him or trade him. And he had all those just bizarre videos 
you know, need to get my guaranteed, can't do no more, no guarantee. It just, it didn't seem like what you would do if you were trying to get traded and get a new contract somewhere else with a lot of guaranteed money. His behavior was erratic a year ago. So if he passed all of that stuff and they felt like he was back to being the Antonio Brown we knew for however many years, then yeah, I think he should be back in the NFL. But unless and until he does, the answer is no. It is interesting, though, Dave, that you bring up the Mm. Chiefs. Because if you look at the Chiefs, they just won the Super Bowl with a bunch of guys who fell in the draft because of off-the-field issues. Tyreek Hill, well-documented. Frank Clark, well-documented. Defensive tackle Chris Jones, perhaps not as quite well-documented, but still, it stuff happened. So you look at that, Byron Pringle, who was killing on special teams for him. The Chiefs have a bunch of guys that had red flags, and now they helped the Red Chiefs win the Super Bowl. So it's interesting to bring up the Chiefs in the Super Bowl because mm. there are teams that would look at Antonio Brown and say, you know what? This is called buying low. This is called taking a chance. And by the way, it could all be under the, the guise of we're giving him another chance. We want to help him. You know, you're always able to massage it that way if that's the route you elect to go. Yeah, and what I can't quite figure out about Antonio Brown is a couple of things. Now, when Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, was asked about A.B. at that Super Bowl press conference, he seemed very accommodating for Antonio Brown, did not suggest that there is no place for him in the NFL. In fact, said our goal is to get him help and to get him back on track. And again, 88% of you don't want Antonio Brown on your NFL team next season at this juncture. Consider the stats of this dude. 1,200-plus yards, 8-plus receiving touchdowns, more than 100 catches every year for six straight seasons, and 88% of you don't want him on your NFL team. But you know who falls in that 12%? It sure appears that TB12, the greatest quarterback of all time, it appears to me, still wants him on his football team. Why do I say this? Well, Antonio Brown posted an Instagram post um, about a week, 10 days ago with a picture of Brady and AB. The caption was, want to play more than ever in 2020, wherever at Tom Brady go, hashtag be encouraged. Who liked that post? I'll give you one guess. It's Tom Brady. Tom Brady liked that post suggesting He's open to go play with Antonio Brown in 2020. What's more, Tom Curran, who covers this team, knows this situation better than arguably anybody on the planet in the Boston area, says that Tom Brady and Antonio Brown have stayed in touch recently. Ross, why? How do you explain Tom Brady continually, at least the perception is that he's standing by Antonio Brown. How do you explain that? Very easily. And that is that perhaps Tom Brady, from their interpersonal reaction, could tell right away that Antonio Brown had some type of mental health issue that he was dealing with. 
and that Brady is hoping and trying to help Antonio Brown deal with this issue, come back from this issue. Because honestly, Dave, there's not a real good explanation other than that. I mean, other than that, I think it's a really poor look for Brady to be supporting this guy unless he really noticed it and believes that deep down Antonio's a good guy who just has an issue right now that he needs some serious help with. He needs some serious help. It may be drugs. It may be mental health. It may be even more. Let's go to some more sound from Antonio Brown on 93.7 in Pittsburgh just short time ago. How are you going to get respect from people, though, A.B., when you're on Instagram dog-cussing the police on your front door? You know what I'm saying? Like, so I- listen, so listen, so listen. Uh, you know, a lot of things, people judge me of reacting in a certain way, but people don't know why I react a certain way and what I've been through. You know what I mean? You never know what a person's been through to react the way they react. So do you know I ran from the police? For 30, 40 minutes, then call someone to come talk to the police at FIU University when I went to that school. No, I don't and know I, that, but I know that. Exactly, hey, don't you think exactly, that sometimes exactly, not everybody's out to get you, AB? No, listen, listen, listen. I'm not saying no one out to get me, sir. You don't, you don't, you're not listening. Like the police was at, like the police was at my house to help me from someone trying to take something from me, sir. It took one hour. I'm not making an excuse. I could have reacted in a positive way but you understand when people try to be negative and take stuff from you all the time you ever know what it's like for someone to try to sue you to say they want to take money from you because the position you in you ever been in the position where someone write articles about you and the world takes you to run with it you can't even defend yourself so people don't understand the situation that i've been in is it an excuse for my emotional negative reaction no there's no excuse for it I give Antonio Brown a lot of credit for going on 93.7 in Pittsburgh with our friends there. You can check them out on the radio.com app. But Ross, he failed miserably if he was attempting to turn public sentiment onto his side. I've never been more convinced that this guy does not belong in the NFL. And if the NFL takes a chance on him, it is the height of irresponsibility. Well, I, I think that they've been very clear that they're going to need him to pass some type of screening, whatever that is, before they would do that. And again, maybe we should get a mental health expert on over the next couple of weeks because there's got to be some type of process before a mental health professional would sign off on saying that Antonio Brown is fit to play professional football. Yeah, and I don't know I don't know what the process is going to be from the NFL, but if you even take just the last couple of weeks in and of themselves, then he doesn't belong in the league. But I don't know that we ever got any resolution on the original investigation, which is, of course, involving the most serious of all these charges, which were sexual assault, sexual harassment, intimidation of a woman and her children. We will return to the subject later on in the program. Antonio Brown, sort of a mea culpa, sort of an apology on 93.7 in Pittsburgh this morning. 
he is long gone. Now to our other top story this morning, the Kansas City Chiefs celebrating their Super Bowl victory first in 50 years. The players did it in epic fashion. So too, as you would imagine, did the fans. And comedian, master impersonator Frank Caliendo had his own take on how the fans uh, viewed this Super Bowl parade. If you haven't seen the video on Twitter right now, imagine a fan climbing a tree, pants down, just to get a view just to get a view of the Kansas City Chiefs parade. Well, Frank Caliendo nailed it. Hopefully we can find that for you later in the program. Master impersonator Frank Caliendo joins us now. Good to have you on, my friend. It's Dave Briggs and it's Ross Tucker. Can you give us that impersonation of that fan climbing a tree, pants down, just to try to view the Chiefs parade? I think it was Madden and Summerall. Yeah, it was, but I can't remember what he was doing. I mean, I think he was just trying to get to the to the top to the highest point so he could see what was going on, but he couldn't see what was going on, and then he tried to jump to another branch and uh, nothing doing. I mean, that's what happened here. You, you think you're going to make it, then you don't make it, then boom, you're a meme. <laughs> that is unbelievable, Frank. I, I am a huge fan, have been forever. I, I, I got to ask you, I, we got to start with this, man. So when did you first know that you could do these Im Im impressions so well? Uh, I mean, I went to school for broadcast journalism. That's what I thought I was going to do. Uh, I wanted to be like, an, when I was younger, I wanted to be like an ESPN anchor or something like that. Then I realized how much you had to know. And I was like, I, I'm not going to pay that much attention. So I just started trying some different voices and doing that and uh, messing around went to an improv comedy class, started stand up. And now I'm just a genius. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I can't <laughs> hold a straight face when I say it. I, you, know. you are All a right, genius, so, man. So, so you, you, you are a genius. So if, uh, if you're a 10, Frank, on a scale of 1 to 10, and I'm a 0. How much do I have in trouble with doing... Skype? I'm trying, I'm trying to do Skype, but I'm trying to figure out how. I'm trying to figure out. Tell you what, man. He's trying to figure out how he's supposed to look at it. There it is, man. That's pretty good. Now his <laughs> earbud is falling. When your earbud is falling out, you can't. Hey, look at that. That's a Gruden eye right there, man. i tell you what. It's pretty good, man. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so anyway, so, so Frank or Gruden or whoever. On a scale of one to ten, how much of it is natural talent? How much of it's practice? You're a ten, I'm a zero. Like, did you start as a five or did you start as an eight? You're just that naturally gifted. One hundred percent talent. I mean, it's all no work whatsoever. I was born. <laughs> no, it's all. It's just repetitive. It's just like sports. It's like anything. You just constantly do stuff over and over and over. Say things over and over and over. And then eventually you get uh, you get the voice or what's what uh, is working there, you know. So you you just drill it. It's the same type of thing as sports, just constant over and over and over. And then it uh, for me, I mean, I think I have some natural ability with it, but there are plenty that I can't get either. So talking to Frank Caliendo, check him out at Frank Caliendo on Twitter, FrankCaliendo.com, hitting the stand up. Uh, starting in April, April 4th in Aurora, Illinois, then Tahoe, Washington, and, and Detroit, Michigan, August 15th. Frank, um, there's a lot of lists out there that have the top 10 Frank Caliendo impersonations. But what I want to know is, who do you enjoy impersonating the most? 
I mean, whatever an audience is reacting to, I don't really care. It's just uh, when they're new, they're fun. I've been working on a bunch of newer types of things too. And, uh, you know, doing the Tony Romo right now because people haven't heard it that much. That's a lot of fun with the gym. This is going to be big. It's going to be incredible and amazing and wonderful. So you do that and people don't expect it. And that's a lot of fun. But, you know, people have their favorites. So, I mean, and it's more based on, it's more based on who the person actually likes or even sometimes dislikes. I try to, I try to do everything in a positive way. I get, you know, I find the thing I like about the person, what makes me laugh about the person and, and go with that. But, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, that's what it is. You said a short time ago that there's some that you can't get. What's the impersonation that you really want to nail that you just can't stick the landing? Oh, there's, I mean, they're constantly, I mean, uh, I, I try different ones. Pat Mac uh, or uh, Pat McAfee's one I've worked on that uh, is a friend of mine. And uh, I just want to be like, cause he comes from Tony Romo. We talked about that on my, on my podcast, even how similar some are. Uh, another one would be um, uh, Patrick Mahomes. It just all guys named Pat apparently is where <laughs> I uh, am trying to uh, Pat O'Brien, uh, Pat Summerall got that one. That's where it started. So, I think, um, yeah, I mean, it's difficult because it's you, it's almost like a muscle. So you break it down and you try and you break down the, the voice and you go for a cadence. How many Christopher Walkins have you heard? You hear it high, you hear it low, you hear it in the middle. You know who it is because you ignore punctuation. So that's what you do is you find that cadence first and then you try and get the pitch, or at least I do, and the mannerisms and stuff like that helps. and uh but uh, and workshopping them with a like a, i do in my podcast and my my buddy john holmberg was on it with me we just go back and forth and sometimes we we just go back and forth until one of us finds it or we both find it and then we both start doing it and it's uh like i have an al michaels do you believe in miracles yes and then he started working on his chris collinsworth so we do those together it's it's just uh you know it, and you start working on one and you realize that it sounds like somebody else and they go, ah, that's who I'll do. So that, that happens as well. Yeah. That is the Caliendo cast, by the way, people can check it out. Caliendo cast.com. I thought it was interesting, Frank, you, you, you did really well with the John Madden, Pat Summerall stuff, which is interesting because so many of the young people Probably don't even remember those guys anymore, yet people like Dave and I absolutely loved it. Mahomes going down the sideline. How hard is it to switch back and forth between two guys like that? Well, for me, it's pretty simple. I can just go like this and then start talking this way, then go back, maybe throw in a John Gruden, somehow get a Morgan Freeman out of it. How about a little Al Pacino? There we go. So it's kind of a gimmick for me, but it's something I can just do. Um uh, but in terms of what you said at the beginning there, Pat Summerall and John Madden, I didn't think anybody was going to get it. I think I had some people tell me, you got to try this. You got to do the Pat Summerall and John Madden. I'm like, really? It just seems so old, but this nostalgic thing is going crazy. And then a lot of kids know it from the video game and even uh, YouTube video games. Like I remember when we were kids, our, my parents used to yell at me for being lazy and playing video games. I yell at my son for watching other people play video games on YouTube. That's how lazy. Uh, you know, I'm an old man. You kids in your YouTube. So 
I, I, I didn't think, and lots of young people are, are are retweeting it and doing it now with the the one with the the guy climbing in the tree, uh, which actually came off a suggestion somebody said to do in the. They didn't say Madden and Summerall, but they said do uh, a voiceover for this video of this ding dong, and I was like, all right, so I did it, and now it's pretty much going crazy. It's awesome. I, I loved it. Um, talking to Frank Caliendo, check out his stand updates, frankcaliendo.com. Also, that Caliendo cast also on iTunes. Frank, my favorite impersonation you do is John Gruden because it's not just the voice, it's the face, it's the eyes, it's the mannerisms, it's the whole deal. So, here's my question Go into your John Gruden for a moment. So, go ahead and go there. And, and doesn't take court me that long, man. I'm already doing it. <laughs> Now, how do you get Tom Brady to come play for Las Vegas, the Raiders, next season, Coach Gruden? It's easy, man. You just say Raiders. Everybody wants to be a Raider, man. Didn't you hear me last year? That's what I talked about. Everybody wants to be a Raider, including, at one point, Antonio Brown. Think about that, man. Think about that tremendosity. I just made up that word. You know why I did? Because I'm John Gruden, man. I'll tell you what. We can get Tom Brady. We need a guy. We could have playing dual quarterbacks, Derek Carr and Tom Brady. And we might even trade for uh, Patrick Mahomes. We might get him interdivisional trade. Andy Reid probably going to blow up uh, his ego there, man, with a Super Bowl. I'll tell you what, I'll give him a trade him a cheeseburger for, for Patrick Mahomes. I love Andy Reid, man. <laughs> How 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 would Andy Reid handle the trade request from Gruden for Mahomes for a cheeseburger? <laughs> don't mind if I do. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. My 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 uh my uh Andy Reid is really just throwing on a mustache and being fat. That's all. That's it. All right. So what about what about breaking news, Frank? That from Adam Schefter that Brady has signed with the Raiders. According to my sources, at this particular time. It appears that Tom Brady, who many consider to be the number one quarterback, not just in this century, but of any time in any possible universe in the future, notwithstanding any type of alien civilization implanting themselves in this world, Tom Brady will be a Raider. It's going to be incredible. And then Jay Glazer comes in with the opposing, I, I, you know, I heard exactly the opposite. There's none of this is actually happening. A lot of people are saying this stuff. By the way, gee, I, was, I was just on my way to work out. I'm doing a workout on my way to work out. I got my tooth punched up at Demi Lovato. Anybody see that? It went viral. It's incredible stuff. And, and we're just ready. It's just going to be incredible. And there it is. <laughs> Outstanding. Let's keep that string going on that breaking news. And let's bring in a guy who doesn't know as much about football, but certainly brings the, the energy and you go to Stephen A. Smith and his interpretation of that breaking news, Tom Brady. I have to say the Thomas Magnum Brady. That's a Magnum P.I. reference for everybody who is not in tune with Caliendo in his 80s references, although it's back on television right now. I have to say that Tom Brady, what were we talking about? I don't even know, but I'm going to say whatever <laughs> I just said is contemplating authenticity and re retrofitting every retractatory movement that is henceforth. What? <laughs> Ross? So, for, all right, so Frank, the, the, does this, do you love what you do now or do you wish you were a broadcaster? 
Oh no, I would never want to be a broadcaster. I like to. I don't like to have to go into work all the time. That's uh, you know, with the podcasting and stuff like that, it's once a week. That's even enough for me. So it's, I'm having fun. Uh, I'm trying to not just do the impressions, but I realize like, I got away from the impressions for a bit and realized nobody cared at all. So I'm trying to get do a bunch more impressions and then weave that into some of the other regular stand-up I'm doing and stuff like that and just try and grow, get better. Uh, I was always, a, you know, show business is part show, part business. And I uh, was always heavier on the business. Now I'm working on the show or the art part of it. So try and combine it all. Well, Frank, huge fan. Uh, love what you do. I got to tell you, can you explain... So are you, you're no longer with Fox and you are with ESPN now. Is that correct? Uh, no, I'm not really doing it. I, ESPN calls me every once in a while. I, it just depends on what it is. And I've even done a couple little things over at Fox. I, I'm just kind of a, uh, you know, a, a, a independent contractor type. And I, a lot of times if it's not new and interesting, I just don't even want to do it. So sometimes people come to me, Hey, how about Belichick doing this? And like, I've done it six times. I, I don't want to do that and I mean which was the same thing I would have said probably about the Madden and Summerall but it's something about not being on camera for that like when I do I don't do Madden in makeup anymore really on screen because it just feels so old but when it's when it's voiceover and it's pretending to be actually them as opposed to a sketch something something seems newer to people about that fresher I guess so I, I don't mind with that yeah, I've been lo- I've been loving the video clips because I, I didn't understand. I thought maybe I thought maybe you did something at Fox because for them to not, like, I I, I got to be honest, with you, I I don't get the Riggle guys humor. I, I'm trying. I, I try. It just it's I not me. People, I, like, I, it's, I, I, I want you back, man. I want you back. Oh, I don't. I could never do it every week again. I just I just have zero interest in that. I don't think they'd want to do that. I mean, part of the problem is it just. It gets old and difficult. I think young people really like Riggle. I think, uh, I mean, I think he has a big audience. And uh, I mean, I know young, a lot of young people like wonder what I'm doing. They're like, why is Carly Endo funny? I don't know why he's going to do that as an old man. Maybe it was me uh, thinking that myself. But it, they're like, why is Kelly Endo doing it? He doesn't make any sense. He's not funny. He's old. I mean, it's like, whatever. I, I, I just do what I think is funny. And uh, that seems to be working right now and, and go with that. I, but I couldn't do, I, you know, it's the other thing too, is if I'm always doing impressions on TV with the makeup and stuff like that, it's just, it's tough because there's only so many that work. And, and uh, I found that at ESPN. It's, ESPN is so different than Fox. Fox is like a magazine. ESPN is like a newspaper. So uh, at Fox, you would do, I would do like a Dr. Phil or somebody like that. And it would make sense. You do it at ESPN and they're like, no, next. It's like the Simpsons, people in their own world are the ones that everybody knows. The Adam Schefters, the um, Mel Kiper Juniors, Todd, 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 Todd. I'm going to say it 6,000 times. Todd <laughs> of the 10th power, uh, exponentially located. Look at uh, My head just exploded. Um, so it's like, like, but you go outside, you go on ESPN and people, people all know the ESPN characters. You go outside of ESPN and uh, they, it's, you know, you, they don't even know them as much. I mean, some people do, the big sports fans, but, you know, yeah. uh, just an interesting situation. One impression everybody knows 
that you do very well is, of course, the president of the United States. You have met him. He, I believe, gave you a watch at one point from the <laughs> Melania line. So we turn the page to XFL season this coming weekend. What if Donald Trump were in the booth doing play-by-play? -play? Have you ever envisioned how that might go? Look at all these guys. This is a tremendous group of people. They're not as good as me. If I were out there, I'd be throwing touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. I'm, oh, it's all I ever threw. When I played, all I ever threw was touchdowns. I'm the number one touchdown thrower of all time. Better than Joe Montana, better than Tom Brady. Tom Brady takes a back seat to me. Even Bill Belichick comes to me for advice. That's just what it is. And in the XFL, if I were playing in this league, I would destroy everybody. It'd be incredible. And, and amazing and amazingly great. Do you know so I don't even have to have my eyes open to tell you because I'm visualizing this right now. I can see it in Google Eyeball. I have Google Eyeball. I got it because I'm the president. We get free stuff a lot of times. And uh, that's what that's all about, which was something that's what it, it, that John Madden said and it, a tremendous saying, but he, he, even he took that from me. That was unbelievable. That that was terrific. Now now I'm watching the freaking XFL. And they just got to get you <laughs> in the booth or the president one way or the other. You know uh, the Caliendo. You know really yeah. mm -hmm. uh, I'll let you plug Caliendo cast. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the the weird Go thing ahead. about uh, the weird thing about the Super Bowl for me. What was I thought they would plug that league a little bit. Did you see any commercials for it or promos for it at all? I don't think I saw anything during the game. I, it, you know, aren't they partners? I felt like that was odd that you didn't see, uh, at least unless I missed it, one mention. I might have been just still stuck on the halftime show, but at least one mention of uh, the new league I, because it's going to be on this Saturday and it's football and, you know, I'll see it on. FS1 or something like that, they'll mention the league, but not during the Super Bowl. Did I miss something? Well, the one promo they have been running, and I don't know if it was during the game per se, but I think it was around it somewhere, either before or just after, if not during, was the football withdrawal syndrome. They sat there behind a right. desk and talked about how you deal with the loss of football, that the best way to deal with it is XFL season. But I don't know that it was a, a direct... <sighs> Um, previewing of the games per se, but I think that's how they're trying to fill people's football void is, hey, football withdrawal syndrome, we've got your cure. Uh, before we let you go, so again, it's the Caliendo cast on iTunes, frankcaliendo.com, at Frank Caliendo on Twitter. Um, the the stand-up starts in April, April 4th. I mentioned that, Aurora, Illinois, get some tickets. W what are we looking forward to? A lot of impressions. What else? Are you going to go into politics or what else are you going to stray with the stand-up act? Uh, I talk. I don't really talk about actual politics. I talk about the people in politics because it's some. It's people everybody knows and sees all the time. That's a difficult thing in the world we live in because everybody's programmed directly to, or the algorithms on social media and uh, you know, YouTube and everything are are just having people see things that are, um, you know, basically in their own, you know, tunnel vision. So uh, politics are everywhere, but I don't actually get into the politics. I stay out of that. It's, you know, if I do the Trump stuff, it's going to be tremendous, but it's not going to hit on policies, even though I have the best policies for not talking about policies. A lot of people say that if you don't talk about policy, but it's actually a policy when you don't talk about policy. Think about that <laughs> while you're policing your policies. I don't. So um, uh, it, it's, uh, it's got some regular stand up talking about family and things like that type of thing. 
And uh, I just go out there and, and have fun. Uh, part of what I've been doing with the podcasting stuff has gotten me to be able to talk and express my own ideas a lot more rather than just go from character to character to character. I always had a little bit of stand up, but I've been working on having more and more and more and just taking that downtime to set something up, be interesting with it, because there are people who do plenty of better impressions than me. The idea for me is has always been Dana Carvey style, where you create a character out inside of the impression so it can go further and even crazier and be sillier. And you're not just trying to be that person. So it's having a take um, and, and going with it and, and making it more, more three-dimensional as opposed mm -hmm. to just trying to be the person. There That's is the nobody you... out there. Yeah. Well, the one of the Go things ahead. that I always think of the difference between an impersonation and impression, and I still can't figure out how the phone, that's amazing that I can't figure out how, where to look, um, is an impersonation is the type of thing where somebody's trying to be that person exactly. It's almost like the Vegas show where the guy dresses up as Cher and Joan Rivers and does something, as opposed to an impression is what you create for a sketch that's bigger than life. You exaggerate something and make a character out of it. So... Most people use them interchangeably. I'm just kind of a snob in those terms, but it's just in my mind, that's a little difference. And I think that, that you know, when I explain that to people, they're like, oh, I get it. And then they walk away and think, oh, that guy's an idiot. But whatever, I'll just go Jim Rome on him and it'll be incredible, phenomenal, and arugula. How great did this segment just get? Went from being Italian <laughs> and talking to myself to being me, telling you how great your ratings are. Incredible. It does not get any better than this. Wait a second. If there were two me's, that would be better. Double Rome. <laughs> Double Rome. Two times. Mel Tucker Jr. might have gone with the exponential. Don't interrupt my pauses. <laughs> you realize how tired my arm is from holding this phone the entire time? I had no idea. I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you, man. You, got, you must have I've guns now. I have raptor arms, too. I mean, this is... <laughs> I mean, look, All right, I, I can't believe you've been holding of, that Look at this, thing. how great is this? Even a finger, a hand in front of the Jim Rome impression is still better than just about anything else that could be on the internet. How great is this? Take a look at this. I'm almost a pirate. Ridiculous. You're going to walk the plank, and I'm going to hop over there on my peg leg. Guess what? Now I'm going to get a parrot and have him sit on my shoulder. A peg leg, a patch of your uh, eye, and a parrot. Peg leg, patch, and parrot. Think about that for a second. Three P words <laughs> that define pirate. Pirate, patch, peg leg, plank. How about a pirate, how about a pirate workout? How about that? A pirate workout where instead of walking the plank, you just do planks. What great is that? Pirate Pilates of rack the Caribbean. Rack them. Rack them. Rack them. You got to rack them. Before that arm falls off, rack them. Frank Caliendo, it's been our great pleasure. Welcome here anytime. The Caliendo cast, five stars on iTunes, frankcaliendo.com. Bravo, sir. Give that arm a little rest, brother. We'll see you guys. Great job. You've been better with me. <laughs> Out. 
rack him, Ross Tucker. That was a glimpse inside the mind of Caliendo that just strayed right into Jim Rome, finger over the lens. I, I, he is a genius. That is the only word. He's the Bill Belichick of impersonators. He is absolutely a genius. He is extremely entertaining. Oh. And I hope he's making a shitload of money, man. Because he deserves it. He is hilarious. I could listen to him do that stuff all day. And those are impressions, not impersonations. Impressions. I could listen to him do impressions all day long. Unbelievable. I can't even keep track of all of them. Trump was great. Gruden was great. Andy Reid. It was just epic. Stephen A., Tony Romo. That is some gold right there. We are finally going to get a break in. Not many breaks here, folks. Not many commercials. Less than five minutes per hour on Home and Home. When we come back after this break, we'll talk about the epic Kansas City Chiefs parade. The Kelsey brothers. Who dominates a parade better? Jason or Travis Kelsey? Are they the ultimate WWE slash NFL tag team duo after a break, Ross? Cafe El Toro CEO Dylan Miskowitz experienced how challenging hiring can be after unsuccessfully searching for a director of coffee for his organic coffee company. Then he switched to ZipRecruiter and saw an immediate difference. You can too by signing up for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash enter. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you, and its technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job so you get qualified candidates faster. In fact, after posting his job to ZipRecruiter, Dylan said he was amazed by how quickly great candidates were applying and found his new director of coffee in just a few days. With results like that, it's no wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address, ZipRecruiter.com enter. That's ZipRecruiter.com E-N-T-E-R. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Travis Kelsey after winning the Super Bowl, and that was just a small hint of what was to come at an epic Super Bowl celebration for the city of Kansas City, Missouri, not Kansas, and for the Chiefs in particular, I think a parade unlike anything we've ever seen before. We've seen a single Gronk. I don't know if we've ever seen a team celebrate the way the Chiefs did yesterday. Have we ever seen a quarterback crush beers the way Patrick Mahomes did, let alone the face of the NFL today. It was awesome stuff in Kansas City. Also news from Pittsburgh, Antonio Brown talking to our friends 93.7. Check that out, radio.com app. We'll get that out there this morning at RDC Home and Home. We asked you, would you want Antonio Brown on your NFL team? Overwhelmingly, almost 90% of you. Say no, you would not want A.B. on your football team. Continue to vote this morning at RDC Home and Home. It's a Thursday Home and Home. We're a Radio.com Sports Original, and we're brought to you by Zip Recruiter. Check them out, ZipRecruiter.com slash enter. They are the smartest way to hire. Has any team, though, ever celebrated a Super Bowl victory 
the way the Chiefs did yesterday? That's the question we hit right now. I'm Dave Briggs, home of Connecticut. Ross Tucker's home in Pennsylvania, the home market of the Chiefs. Of course, Kansas City, where we have to dive into the Kelsey brothers. Jason Kelsey, of course, won a Super Bowl with the Eagles a couple of years ago. And Travis Kelsey this time around. And I'm not sure you could ever find brothers who celebrate the way these two do. Let's start off with Travis Kelsey celebrating yesterday. And then we'll go in to Jason. Listen. Can you dig it? I, I just want to say I love y'all. I love this. I love this team. Woo! I'm wearing about half the beers I've been trying to drink, baby. It's been a long time coming. Philadelphia! They're just getting started, the Kelsey brothers there. Ross Tucker, you know Jason well. Who do you think, now that's just the beginning. We're going to get to the middle and the end. Whose voice, whose epic celebration separates himself at that point? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be hard for Travis to win any of these because of a lot of different reasons. Number one, Jason's an offensive lineman. Travis is a skill guy. Number two, Jason did it in Philadelphia. Travis Kelsey, where I'm from. Travis Kelsey's doing it in the Midwest in Kansas City. And number three, and most importantly, Jason Kelsey did it first. You know what I mean? Like, on some level, it feels like Travis saw all the love and notoriety that Jason got, and he's kind of trying to you know, do the same thing. And I'm not mad at him. I'd do the same thing if I were Travis Kelsey. Jason Kelsey is a legend forever in Philadelphia as a result. But it does feel a little bit like Travis is copying off his brother a little bit. Oh, copying off his brother a little bit. What makes it awesome is I think they're both genuine personalities. And these are both historic Super Bowls. You know, Eagles first ever, Chiefs first in 50 years. Um, Let's see if Travis can bridge the gap here. And Ross has an overwhelming favorite, Jason, after the first clip. Let's get to the middle because I think Travis certainly begins to catch up on Jason. Listen to the next clips. For my guy, Andy Reid. It's just been turning and turning and turning. And what we do, what we do, we unleash a can of whoop on everybody. 24 nothing. I ain't trying to hear it. Sound 10, I ain't trying to hear it. Fourth quarter, six and whatever left on the clock. Down 10. Jason Peterson sold. He was too old. Didn't have it anymore. Before he got hurt, he was the best freaking tackle in the NFL. McVeigh was told he didn't have it. Stephen Wisniewski ain't good enough. Jason Kelsey's too small. Lane Johnson can't lay off the juice. Brandon Brooks has anxiety. Carson Wentz didn't go to an official one school. 
Nick Foles don't got it. Or Clement's too slow. Look at everybody that got it anymore. Jay and Jack can't stay healthy. Tory Smith can't catch. Nelson Aguilar can't catch. Zach Gertz can't block. Red Selleck's too old. Randy Graham was drafted too high. Randy Curry ain't got it. Oh, Allen can't fit the scheme. Michael Cummings can't fit the scheme. Nigel Bradham can't catch. Jalen Mills can't cover. Oh, man. I had Travis Kelsey with the knockout in round two. Oh, but I began to whoop ass. But then Jason just delivered name-checking all the guys. Here's the issue with that. Lee Johnson can't stay off the juice. Is that where he lost round two? And why do you say a skill player has a noted disadvantage with the parade celebration speech, Ross? I don't think that's fair, man. All right, so two things. One is... When Jason Kelsey said Lane Johnson can't stay off the juice, that was hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. I don't care who you are. That's funny. Really funny. All right, number one. Number two, it doesn't matter to other people. You just asked my opinion. I'm voting from my opinion. I'm O-line for life. Travis Kelsey already Ah. gets the touchdowns and gets all of – Everybody giving him love, and he catches passes. I'm just saying, Ty goes to the blocker. Ty goes to the O-lineman for me. Travis Kelsey and the skill guys already get enough love. If it's if I'm the one judging the contest, it's going to be heavily slanted towards the lineman. And Kelsey, Jason, in this instance, was incredible when he name-checked the negative thing about every guy. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Round two, decided advantage to Jason. I'm going to call round one uh, a, a, a push, at least that so we can bring some interest to round three and who delivers the knockout blow. I thought you were saying offensive linemen are at an advantage because there's a lot more space there in the chest and the belly and a lot more force base behind the voice but let's go to round three and see if it is a just clean sweep knockout for jason again travis first celebrating the chiefs jason second celebrating the eagles in our round three we got patrick mahomes and andy reed baby how about sammy watkins Woo! how about damian williams Woo! how about my dog five five and he ain't on sides frank clark What's going Every single touchdown, every single point we score at Arrowhead is going to end with the anthem. And y'all got to help me say it right here one last time for 2019-2020 World Champions. You got to fight for your right to party. Believe it. I love y'all. You know what I got to say to all those people that doubted us, to all those people that counted us out, and to everybody who said that we couldn't get it done? What my man Jay and John just said, fuck you! Yeah. <laughs>
Knockout punch. Knockout punch. I can't even pretend to build the drama there. Jason Kelsey just crushes Travis. Look, Travis was great. And a top five celebration all time as far as Super Bowl parades. But Jason, Jason's got to be number one. He just crushed his brother there. So I got to get to these other questions. Who's more hammered in their parade speech? And is there anyone you'd rather see as a WWE tag team duo than the Kelsey brothers because Travis was wearing a WWE championship belt yesterday in KC. So first of all, I'm glad you've come to your senses. Jason Kelsey, clearly Jason Kelsey's speech is epic for the ages. I mean, that song that is incredible. Um, As for the tag team, Isn't it unbelievable, Dave, how good these brother combos would be? Like, if you got the Gronk brothers, you got JJ and TJ Watt, you got Travis and Jason Kelsey, there is something about these brothers. Number one, they're they're all, like, good, really good. It's unbelievable to have that many siblings in the NFL. And then number two, for the most part, they've got some awesome personalities. I mean, just picture, I had one sister. I can't even imagine what it was like to grow up in any of those houses. Just epic. Can you imagine the fights that they had, the wrestling, the punching, the stitches? I mean, it had to be epic. It had to be amazing. I think that's part of what drives these brothers is probably the pounding they take around the household. God, could you have a WWE WrestleMania alone with the Bosa brothers, the Watt brothers, and the Kelsey brothers, and then throw in the Gronkowskis? I know only one of them was a dominant NFL player, but holy crap. Think of this WWE SmackDown. Gronks, Watts. Bosa's, Kelsey's, that would be, look, I don't watch a lot of wrestling. I would watch every single minute of that, Ross, and I'm not sure who would come out on top, man. No, I'm not either, and the thing is, is they all would be unbelievable in terms of every aspect of it. They they all have body types where they could be and look like professional wrestlers, They all have the personalities where they could be the heel if they had to. I mean, honestly, this could be the next great group of WWE wrestlers. The problem is they're all making a lot more money playing in the NFL right now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But it feels like a lot of these guys uh, are are all, all in on a WWE future they love to wear that championship belt. Uh, So a lot of interesting things out of that parade yesterday, and we'll talk about them with with Nick Costos. I mean, you've got the quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, crushing beers, Stone Cold Steve Austin, again, back to WWE, crushing beers, Stone Cold style. I don't remember ever seeing a quarterback quite that way. Certainly you don't see Tom Brady do that. I don't even know that I can picture him drinking a beer. I'm sure it's happened. I've covered a number of Patriots championship parades, but I can't even recall seeing Brady drink a beer. I'm sure it's happened. The other thing that surprised me, Ross, was Andy Reid, 21 years in, gets his first Super Bowl win, gets back to the Super Bowl 15 years after his first, and surprisingly says they're going to do it again. They're going to win the Super Bowl next year. Did that surprise you? 
I was a little surprised that Andy Reid went that far. I, you know, I, I think you get caught up in the moment. I think you kind of want to get people excited for the next season. And maybe mm-hmm. on some level, you want to set the expectations for your players for the next year and kind of make sure that they're remembering, hey, this is pretty awesome. This is pretty special. Can you imagine if we got the chance to do this again next year? I think all of those things are true. Mm -hmm. All of those things are right. But that's not usually Andy Reid's style. But he was at a, I mean, he was at a parade rally with all their fans. I'm, I'm okay with it. Still caught me off guard, but you're right. You're right about that. You're in the moment. You're in the spirit. You're trying to keep that crowd jacked up. Boy, awesome stuff from the Chiefs yesterday and awesome stuff still to come here on the program. We'll have Nick Costos from You Better You Bet on to talk about the Chiefs. Who are you taking? Are you taking the Chiefs or are you taking the field to win the Super Bowl next season? And we'll ask Costos about the XFL embracing gambling, not just on the screen, but in the booth. Is he on board for the XFL? Will he be laying some money down each and every week on the XFL games as we have that uh, that football hangover uh, starts to wear off and XFL comes in? So we're going to take a quick break, Costos, and the news when we come back. First, though, I got to make sure everybody knows why ZipRecruiter is so awesome. You see, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. And its technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job so you get qualified candidates faster. You'll be amazed how quickly great candidates apply and you'll find the new person you need in just a few days. With results like that, It's no wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address, ziprecruiter.com slash enter. That's ziprecruiter.com slash E-N-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, everybody, it's Ross Tucker. Thanks for listening to the Home at Home podcast. Remember, you can watch or listen live every day from 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time exclusively on the Radio.com app or on the web at Radio.com slash home. Home and Home. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.